Culture Kings. Culture Kings. Culture. I want to ask you something. This is a weird question. Okay. Is there a level of like bo for yourself that you enjoy? Enjoy. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like you know, like you, you like if you haven't like if you haven't taken a shower in a day, and you be and, and you get a whiff of yourself, and and you know, listen, it ain't like you know old spice fresh, but you like you know what my natural bo, I it it intoxicates me, right? It intoxicates me. I don't know if there's like one that I enjoy, but there's like mm. you know there are certain things that you'll like in that way sort of like clue into like i don't know like i'll smell it and then okay. be sort of like intrigued be sort of like not like in like, like intrigued uh, okay just be like oh what's what's mm, that's new what's that smell what's yeah that smell? or like oh or, or, oh there it is again okay or like oh that that's that back in the knee sweat i'm smelling <laughs> yeah we haven't gotten you in a while yeah okay all right i was just wondering because you know in the quarantine you know i would probably say that I'm showering between four to five times a week. I'm skipping days. And let me not lie yeah. and act like I wasn't skipping days before that. But the days are the the skipping days now just feel different because you're not moving as much. You know, yeah. so you're not getting as sweaty, but you also have the anxiety sweat. So it's a different sweat. You know, it's a different it's a different perspiration. It's a different body uh release. That is, that we've been used to in our lives. Yeah, I, I def, I've skipped some days. I'll say, I think this was mentioned off air before uh, you started talking with our guest. Uh, you are unshowered right now. I'm mm-hmm. also unshowered, mm-hmm. which is a luxury because normally if we were meeting in I would like have a to shower. studio, we would have showered already because we're not. Well, I, I would at least have to like that. I would at least have to like baby wipe my my genitals yeah yeah for like, sure throw you know, some like, deodorant too you throw know? on some deodorant baby wipe the genitals baby wipe the ass your and, face and is come clean out. You're face gonna always come in with a clean. clean face face always clean face is always clean i can't come in with no goop in my eyeballs no blood uh-uh. on my nose teeth uh, are always brushed see i haven't even brushed my teeth today i think i brushed my teeth today but i only brushed it because i did leave the house mm-hmm. um very briefly and so to go get food that was going to bring me to something i if if I miss a day in showering, I'll get I'm gonna like brush my teeth right after this. Um but like mm-hmm. if I miss a day in showering, it's usually a day where I didn't leave the house at mm-hmm. for any point at any point. But if I left for even like twenty minutes, I'm gonna take a shower like pretty much as soon as I get home. Like not every time I leave, but like okay. when I know that I'm in for the rest of the day, I'm taking a shower. You gonna shower like, off the day. Yeah, because I don't want to go to bed like with outside on me. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that. I get that. I I don't mind stinking. <laughs> I don't. Now I know somebody's gonna listen and be like, Jackie, do you stink? I don't think anybody would say I stink. No, I would say you're, you're like around me. You're probably in like the top five most hygienic people I know. Yeah, I don't, but I don't mind stinking, you know, like I, I, you know, if I'm going to be around people, I'm going to shower. But if I'm going to be at the crib, what's the fucking point in showering? 
Yeah. Like, what's the fucking... Like, if I'm going to be in a crib for three straight days, I'm probably going to shower. If I'm going to be in a crib Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and my last shower was Sunday, I'll probably shower Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll skip all of Monday. I'll probably shower Tuesday. And if I was in a real bad place... I'll probably shower Wednesday morning and then, man, Wednesday and Thursday going to feel so good because you getting all that shit off of you. It's That's going to be the best shower you took. Yeah, it'll be like going to the car wash. I love the car wash. My car girlfriend, wash is nice. My girlfriend just, uh, I, I mean, this is annoying. I tweeted about this, but like I was, we were out running errands and she was like, okay, I have one more stop and it's a surprise. And I was like, okay, great. I'm thinking we're going to get like ice cream or like some kind of treat. And mm-hmm. she pulls up to the drive through car wash and I'm sitting there and I was like, this is like telling me we were going to go to Disneyland and you took me to the dentist. Like, what are we doing? Damn. You don't like the car, man. You don't like sitting in the car wash. You don't I, like sitting in the car and then having the car go through the car wash. That shit is I like fun. it. I think it's fun. But if you if I had been set up, hey, we're going to go to the car wash, I probably would have been like excited. I would have been like, oh, great. Amazing. But you tell okay. me a treat. OK. Like, a yes. Surprise? That's not a treat. That's not a treat. That's like, yo, I want to take you somewhere. Yeah. That's a treat dictates like you about to get some sugar or you about to get some W.A.P. Like that's <laughs> a treat. That's a, a treat. Tr- that's a treat. Um, and she didn't. And you didn't get either, unless unless y'all fucked in the car of the car wash, which is something I haven't done. But now I'm intrigued to uh, try. Did did not um, because I can make it. The car wash is typically what three four minutes. I can make it. I can I can uh, start and finish. Yeah, I guess I could get it done in time. <laughs> I'd really have to pull some strings and make sure, uh, you know. But I, I guess I could hurry it up. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make it. I can make it happen by the time we get to the dryer. We can have our clothes on. We can have our clothes on. We can be good. I mean, sure. I could probably uh, get it done by the time they even start the soap. <laughs> it's just, oh, the water started and the soap come yeah, and yeah. I come too. Yeah. 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 Um, I can, I I can make that say, happen. I, 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 you know, you've, uh, you've been with your fiance for 11 years. I'm coming on uh, two with my girlfriend. We just started living together. As soon as she, if I even hear a sniff, like from her, I'm mm-hmm. immediately like, I must be, I must smell so bad. I, oh man, I gotta I take give a, a shower. <laughs> I don't care no more. I don't care no more. If man, I wish you, I wish my fiance would be like, boy, you stink. I'm like, so, <laughs> so, shit, so what? Like, <laughs> you do too. <laughs> See, no, I could, no way. I can't even dream of saying that. All right, you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> You're going to be the one telling her, like, baby, when's the last time you took a shower? Damn. No. And then you know, you'll be at my, I, if that happens, if I ever were to say that, Jakees, I want you to be the person that speaks at my funeral. Okay. Damn. Damn, your girl, your, your girl can't, your girl doesn't want to know when she ain't smelling uh, 10%, 100%. I think she would want me to tell her in a way that was more um, kind. Oh, she would want to be like, hey, baby, how you doing? Uh, first of all, I want to let you know that you're the love of my life, and I love you so much. Uh, every day I wake up and I turn over and I look at you, I just say, mm, how did I get so lucky? How did an angel from heaven not only come from heaven, make it through space, bust through the atmosphere, land in the United States into my bed in Los Angeles, California? That's what I think every morning when I wake up. 
Ah, your smile is so beautiful. <laughs> just, just every time you smile, you smile. It's like when the clouds part and sunshine comes through. Baby. Th- this that's, is that's what I think. Almost word for word, everything I say to her. Yeah, all the time. yeah, I know, I know. She told me, she told me, and and baby, I want you to know that whatever I have to do to let you know that I love you, I will do that every day for the rest of my life. And if that is just saying, I love you, I'll do that. If that's giving you a hug, I'll do that. But today I want to give you a gift. Baby, I bought you some soap. And I bought you a new wash puff. See, this is so, that's, (laughs) I bought you some soap and so. Now you ain't let me finish. I bought you some soap. And I bought you a new wash puff, baby. Now, only a queen should use her gifts. As soon as she got him. And baby, you a queen. So let me tell you what I gonna do for you. I went ahead and I drew you some bath water. Oh, I put great. a couple candles. I put a couple candles. You go ahead in that bath water and you use those gifts that I gave you out of love. Baby, use that soap and make sure you get all up in the WAP. Because when you come out, oh, I'm about to give you some HAD, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what you say, right? That's how you do it. She would be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey, listen, not everybody's relationship is as strong. And uh, you know, if you oh can't say God. if you can't say that to your girl, Matt, then you know, maybe you got some things to think about. Well I no, I, I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder if she heard this, what she would say. You should you should play just this for it and let her know that you wrote it. I for wrote me this to for say. Jakees to say. Yes, you did. Welcome to Culture Kings, everybody. <laughs> Edgar is not on the app today because that nigga just is doing something else. Uh, but I'm excited for who we do have on the pod. She's been on the pod before. She is the host of the podcast Punch Up the Jam. She is also the artist of a brand new album called Tourist Season which is her album that she just released this year. It is so dope. She is a homie. She's so funny. She's so fucking talented. I mean, her voice is amazing. This album is amazing. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So let's get to it. Miel, everybody. I I do want to say this. Uh, You made me laugh very hard when you said, listen, if you want to share your fears with me, go ahead and share your fears. And (laughs) and like I share my fear, which is a true fear. It's a real fear of me sitting on the toilet and a rat crawling up and just like clawing my ass. Now, I'm going to say this because, you know, I'm not going to lie. The first thing I thought was it's probably going to get the balls first. Right. Uh, but I was like, you know, like I can say ass. Nobody, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to say balls and just make somebody think of my. You're aware of being a man talking to a <laughs> yes, woman. Yes, yes, course, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but then your first text message back to me was, "I would think it would get your balls first. <laughs> please, please quote me correctly. I certainly said nuts. I oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Nuts. That's right. You said nuts. You said nuts. That's right. Balls. That's right. Balls is vulgar. Okay. Nuts is hilarious. Nuts are <laughs> nuts are much funnier. That is getting hit in the nuts feels funnier than getting hit in the yes, 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 yes. Nuts are the titties of nuts are to balls what titties are to boobs. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Our boobs is is it better to say 
titties. Titties, titties is so funny. Titties is very Nuts funny. Nuts and titties are so funny. I don't they think are. like unless you're truly like a pervert, like there's no way to say that and be gross in my opinion. <laughs> my my it's so weird because I'm doing this right now in my mom's closet. So she's like out there and I'm sure listening she hears you yelling about nuts in yeah there. <laughs> uh and it's very funny and i'm very self-conscious right now but does also, she know what a podcast is or she just like she, i don't really get what he does but there seems to be a lot of genitalia involved. yeah i i think the latter i think she like knows <laughs> that it's a show but now that she's hearing it she's like what the fuck does my son do <laughs> Um and I You can tell her blame me. I have a okay. horrible mouth. I've gotten in trouble for it many times. But she's very she she's vulgar too. And and yes. and her favorite word is uh I'm I'm gonna say this and repeat it, but her favorite word, which I think is so funny, is coochie. Coochie! <laughs> and I think it's the I funniest word for vagina in the history of words. I haven't heard coochie. Jesus Christ, probably since like 1999. Your mom is keeping it alive single-handedly. She is keeping it alive and I fucking, I respect it. I love it. (laughs) Can you use it in a sentence? I'd love to hear like roughly like a time your mom might bring up uh, coochie. Oh, this is bad. She, (laughs) uh... She was talking to she was talking to my fiance once and she was just like and talking about underwear. She was like, Ooh, you gotta let that coochie breathe. And I was just like, Mama. Uh, She's preaching against yeast infections. Yeah, I love her. Know, I, and listen, listen, I stayed out of the conversation. That wasn't for me. I was driving. <laughs> but you know, that was that was what was being said around me. So these are the women I in my love life. Your mom. It's no wonder <laughs> you turned out so good. God, she rules. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's dope. It's dope. But all right, so I shared I shared a fear with you though, which is rats yeah. crawling up the toilet while I'm taking yeah. the shit yeah. and and getting my ass. <laughs> uh, I I only feel it's fair that I can help you with the fear if you have one to um, share. I'm not sure. I have so many. The, the okay. real trick here is which one do I want to share? Okay. Do I want to share one that makes me seem like kind of like quirky and fun, or do I want to share like a real one that's like, oh shit, this is that kind of podcast? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, listen. Whatever Culture Kings is for for you is the pod that the people are going to get today. So, whichever one you want to share. Okay, so the question is, what is Culture Kings for me? Okay. Mm. Um, That's the first question. What does Culture Kings mean (laughs) to you? Uh, This is 2020. It's an election year. What does Culture (laughs) Kings mean to you? It's just like a certain sense of nobility amongst the culture. Yes. Imagine I actually try to answer that question. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say one of my biggest fears is... Oh, this okay. I'll give okay. you a real one. Misrepresenting myself. Oh, okay. Uh, like you're in a new group of people, and like maybe you like I don't like right now. I made like how many like dick jokes did we just make? Yes. If you didn't know that I'm like a not like a pervert, b like not a teenage boy. Like I'm, you might have a different response to my character of like that girl's like kind of dumb or like yeah she's cool but she just wants to talk about dicks all the time <laughs> and I like. There's something about that that's like, no, I was just having fun with my yeah, friends. Yeah, like, seriously. You, you so badly want to defend your character. Also, too, also, like, I think that works both. I think it works multiple ways, too, because in, in that instance, and especially with how terrible people are, somebody will hear that and be like, ah, shit, well, let me go on out on Twitter and talk to me, yell about whatever the fuck I want, you know. Like you're inviting it. Yeah, yeah which yeah. also sucks. And, and I, I feel that so hard. 
when like that fear when you leave a conversation you're like oh shit did I just give like a very different impression of myself than who I actually am and I think that's also kind of tied to like being a performer because it's like you do have so many different versions of yourself that you use for different situations mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean or am I just no a no that's 100% true <laughs> I I my, my my first thought was man I hate when I meet a new group of people and I was somewhat charismatic or made some, and then like now I'm expected the next time I meet you, I just oh, probably show- want to not say a fucking word. Take <laughs> Yeah. 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 That's the double-edged sword of like showing too well so that now people are like expecting a lot from you. Honestly, I've really lately adopted the technique of just like kind of saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I've really fell in love with shutting the fuck up lately. <laughs> it's really empowering. Yeah, I mean, I should take my own advice. Like, that's such a flex. That's a flex. To not talk. It is such a flex. I should take my own advice. I've been on Twitter a lot the past 24 hours. And you tweeted something recently that made me laugh really oh, hard. Please. <laughs> I think it was about the white people needing to shut up. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen. More of that. That please. is that is the basis of my tweets for the past 24 hours. And and listen, you know, I love I love my white friends. I love my white brothers and you sisters. You don't need to you don't need to say that just because uh, I'm here. All right, I, thank I, you. I can take thank it. You. <laughs> I hate y'all white. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but you said something about like you know, like white people need you to shut the fuck up about like Kamala not being their first pick. And I'm so with you. I don't know why everyone's like, I have an opinion and I need to share it. The yeah. people are dying to hear what I, a low level alternative comedian, <laughs> have to say about politics. Like it's, no one fucking cares. It's wild. It's so wild. And for me, I listen, I'll just say this. It is annoying to see 15 attacks on a black or on a woman of color. Yes. Uh from white people before you see one from an actual person of color and i'm just like shut the fuck up (laughs) just just shut the fuck up like do you not like surely you must have enough self-awareness to see how that's gonna yeah like just shut like listen just shut the fuck yeah it's really easy you just simply talk and then um stop doing yeah that's all it is just just start talking and be like you know what i think i could keep this in I think I'm gonna listen. Actually, I'm gonna listen. I think I'm gonna listen. There's my my whole thing was there's enough black and people of color progressives in the party. They can talk. <laughs> like, yeah, if you really want to get involved, I don't know. Just like maybe like retweet them. Mm, mm, I don't know. Crazy concept. I don't know. I don't know. When I want to talk about something, Miel, I need to say it. People can't say it how if I it's can say it. It's not in my words. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. I don't even. It, I spell. Sometimes I misspell words. All right. <laughs> and if you gonna come in here spelling my same sentiments correctly, and I was gonna misspell them, then it's different. <laughs> That's dumb. If I can't include a jeepers in my tweet, then no one's gonna believe it's from me. Yes. Yes. Miel, I'm about to abruptly change subjects. I love it. I will say hold this. Hold on to your neck. Hold on. Hold on. I will say this. Uh, you you recently are in the Big Apple from the City of Angels. Uh, Isn't that weird? It is. It, well, no, no. I mean, not to me. I get it. I get it. Although, I will say LA misses you. But oh, a, a lot you. of places miss you. A lot of places miss you. Also, can I you. Sh- give you a shout out really quick? Oh, please do. To anyone that doesn't know that you're like such a good person, you came to my going away party and you were the only one who brought me something. And that really? Was, I was deeply touched. I was the that. only one? Yes. Really? You were. And what's crazy is like, we don't know each other that well. And it occurred to you that's like a good gesture. None of my like 
close old standing friends thought to do that. Damn. Like you're a very Damn. good man. Trash. Those old standing trash as golden trash. They're your good friends. <laughs> But they're still trash. That's one of my favorite memes is like <laughs> is a gold trash bag when it's something like that I love, but I'm just like, it's still trash. I'll just show it like as a golden trash bag. <laughs> All the people I know. I anyway, you were saying I left LA. You left LA. You left LA. And it's so weird because you left LA. You went to New York, which is a much different pace than LA, obviously. And then pretty much as soon as you got there, within what, six, seven months, this shit had 2020 happened. <laughs> um, That's so funny you bring that up. Well, well, here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part, because at the beginning, it was all like, fuck, New York suck right now. L.A. looking well, good. Well. And now it's switching back and people in L.A. are like, God damn. We I fucking know. suck right now. New York is I looking know. good. <laughs> I would never like wish like this, this fucking horrible virus on fucking anyone. But there was a small part of me that felt like a little bit of comeuppance when because when it was happening here, so many of my L.A. friends reached out and were like, ha, bet you regret it now. And I was like, fuck you. That's like, terrible, what's wrong with you? It's a terrible fucking thing to say. I know. I was like, I bet you regret your- moving now. Enjoy like, COVID. That- People are dying and that's your fucking takeaway. That's insane. But then like once it came to LA, I was like, also I got really sick of everyone telling me, oh, it's well, it's the subway. And I'm like, you don't know. Like you don't fucking know. None of us fucking know. Why are you pretending like you have any idea how this shit is spread like back in March? And now that it's spread in LA, like I do feel a little bit like all those smug motherfuckers who were like, well, it's just so spread out here. It could never happen here. I'm like, oh, really? Huh? Mm -hmm. Looks like you got a little cocky, didn't you? We did. We got a little cocky. With that said, I wish it wasn't anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I got cocky, like, just, you know, coughing into the air and be like, ain't nobody around me for fucking, you know, two blocks, (laughs) which is not true. Uh, I got cocky licking telephone poles for fun. They look so yummy. Yes, yes. I got cocky just eating off of the bare ground and, uh, (laughs) you know, and I'm getting what I deserve now. We getting what we deserve. Uh Oh my gosh. I got cocky going to Sturgis this weekend. This I don't is, know what I was thinking. I saw you probably saw this tweet too. <laughs> There's a group of fucking people in a room dancing, drinking, walking around, all maskless, all listening to this. Now this is a story all about how no, my life got twist turned upside down. The worst version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Can you imagine catching COVID? to listen to a cover of a television theme song? Uh, that shit is wild. Can I just take a stab? Were they were they predominantly white people doing that? Oh, of uh, of course. Of yeah, course. That's, that sounds that sounds right. I mean, yeah. also Sturgis is predominantly white people, which But you know. wasn't it people who like came from all over the country? Like it's just like I think Are so. you guys okay? Like what happened to you or maybe what didn't happen to you that needed to? Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not a biker. Are you a biker? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't I've learned not to assume. I learned that when I was 20 not to assume. Uh, what? I'm sorry, really quick sidebar. Cuz why? <laughs> Oh, shit. Do you want to hear the story? <laughs> of course I okay. want to hear the story. Edgar's not here. We got time to fill. We got time. All right. All right. So I was working at the container store. Oh, my God. You worked at a container store. I did work at the container store. Oh, you're an elusive north side, beast. North side of Chicago, working in a container store. And, you know, it, 
<laughs> and uh, I was helping out a lady to her car or to a cab or some shit with like her uh, stuff she bought. And, you know, make a small conversation. And this is bad. I still feel bad to this day. <laughs> make a small conversation. And then I was just like, oh, so when are you do? Um, I know. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a textbook. Like, I know. do not ever do this. I know. I know. And she was like, "Oh, I'm, Baby, that's I'm a not fupa. pregnant. I'm not mm-hmm. pregnant." And mm-hmm. instead of being like, "Oh shit," instead of shutting the fuck up, I just continually put my foot in my mouth. And the next thing I was like was, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I, you look pregnant." And I was like, no! "Oh Jesus Christ." <laughs> oh my god so this I is know. why you're a good man now is because you it learned was, I learned of your i fucking learned and and then and i knew you know when you had the outer body experience and you're looking down at yourself just shaking your head like nigga stop Fuck. just be quiet Fuck. that was me and yeah. uh that was the last time man, i ever I did hope anything you at like least that refunded her order <laughs> That's so i did not i did not have the authority to do that but yeah. i did place them in the trunk very carefully I made sure they wasn't going to slide. I made and like, sure. <laughs> that kind of a comment, too, you know, like, she never forgot it. I can no, tell you. she hates me. I think, okay, I, I'll tell you the worst one in my recent history. I was at a party. This is not that recent, by the way. It's probably, like, four or five years ago. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I wish it was about ten years ago, but it might even be only three years ago. This is bad. Okay. I have, like, a pretty fucked up sense of humor. And for some reason, I was at a party where I didn't know anybody with a bunch of comedians and I felt so fucking weird. I was also pretty stoned and I don't think anyone else was. So that was mm-hmm. also a mistake in hindsight. I thought it'd be really funny because it was truly so awkward. Like no one was talking. I thought it'd be really funny as an icebreaker to be like, which is worse, racism or sexism? Because <laughs> it's just so obviously an insane question. And there's yeah, obviously yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually think anyone was going to like answer. Like, obviously I'm joking, but this is what I'm talking about. Misrepresenting myself. I didn't really get that, like, <laughs> looking the way I do. Okay, okay. Asking yeah, yeah, that yeah. question might not, like, mm, be so Might funny. not come off. Mm, yeah. It yeah. might seem a little real. Um, and it also <laughs> might just be, like, in poor taste, actually. And so <laughs> that was met with zero response, a lot of side eyes. And I think to this day I have damaged a lot of those relationships that never even got to exist. <laughs> well, listen, you know, listen. Being being who we are doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? We say shit. We say shit. We gonna say shit. That's I'm true. gonna make it's another like mistake. Your grandma's little vase that she's had for like 40 years and she's like glued it back together 100 times and now it's just like this cool little mod podge like sculpture. That's what mm-hmm. we really all are as people. Who wants to be the same intact vase they were when they were born? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, my grandma didn't have vases, but we broke the <laughs> grandfather clock a few times and we put that thing back together. And, <laughs> and, and it didn't tell time no more, but the shit still looked beautiful. Is it because you asked her when she was due to? Yeah, so she just threw <laughs> me into Bow! the clock. <laughs> Grandma, what you do? And she was like, boy. And she whipped I'm me into the clock. I'm 70, you fucking dick. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. My grandma. Uh, I was raised by all women. And uh, my grandma, my two aunts, and my mom, and then my grandfather was just kind of there. And some <laughs> of the, and just like, it's so wild to be raised uh, by for black women as as a young black kid and some of the shit they like tell you <laughs> growing up like what and then, uh like i'll never forget when i was because you know first of all i'm there i'm their baby boy so they're taking care of me and oh, i yeah, was getting bullied in school 
I was oh. getting bullied in school uh by by this uh and my grandmother is from arkansas so she's a southern black woman that's and a was, twofer so i was getting bullied and she's also a christian southern black woman okay uh and i was getting bullied did she kill in school. him did she kill him she, no it was it was a girl who was bullying me and what? uh <laughs> yeah 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 it was a girl who was bullying me and then my grandmother found out and she said boo she called me boo still to this day she calls me boo she's like boo come here and she was, and I'll never forget this conversation. And she said, let me tell you something. The next time anybody bullies you or says anything to you, I don't care who they are, boy or girl, you knock their ass out. And my mama was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, don't do that. And she, so, like, grandma was wild. She was wild. She I love wild. your grandma. Your whole family rules so hard. Yeah. And, and, my, and my mom was like, no, don't fucking listen to, don't listen to that. And I didn't. <laughs> and I mean, she, it is like a fun twist on gender roles a little I mean, know? I guess so. You probably shouldn't tell your five-year-old grandson that, though, in kindergarten. Hit, so, hey, uh, sweetie, you should hit girls. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you my, baby, baby, listen, listen, boo. Have you considered hitting a woman yet? Or have you no? considered hit knocking some, her out? Would love to plant that seed. Jesus Christ. It is so wild. And, and, it, and you know the funny part? Uh. As an adult, I can guarantee my grandmother would never say that to me. (laughs) I can guarantee she would never say that to me. But for whatever reason, as a five-year-old. It's because you just were so sweet. She was like, yeah, he can't really hit good anyway. What's it going to do? I mean, if he he tries, he's probably going to get his ass beat. So that'll be the lesson that he needs to learn. Yeah, but at least it'll like escalate it enough that it goes to the whatever the highest chain of command. right, Right. Yes. Yes. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about because, uh, first of all, you got an album out with Tour Season. We're going to definitely talk a lot about that. But also, still one of my favorite pods that I've guested on uh-huh. um, is Punch Up the Jam. And at this point, I've I've guested on quite a few pods. And and listen, let me tell any pod I've been on in any future pod, I will always love being on anybody's podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, but as somebody who hosts a podcast and as somebody who is on many podcasts, a lot of times as a guest, you go through the motions. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome the to the show. show. Yes, yes, yes. And man, as a guest on Punch Up the Jam, not only was it fun, it is still to this day the best cover of a Jason Mraz song I've ever heard. Ah! <laughs> uh, I fucking love it. Thank you so much. Love it. it was yes. so fun having you on. And to this day, anytime I hear Jason Mraz, you're the first person I think of. That makes me so happy. Your that makes impact. me so happy. Yes. <laughs> I'm bringing Jason Mraz to the world, all right? I tried to get Edgar to listen to it, and he shit on How'd it. How'd that go? Yeah, no. Didn't go well. <laughs> Although, do you know what he did when he came on? He did train. He uh, did train, um, so I'm not sure he has much of a hill to stand on in that yeah. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. What was it called? Uh, hey, Jupiter or something? What's the song? What's the name of that song? You Dro- drops of Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter, and um, one that I've been wanting to do but cannot find the stamina just yet. Um, hey, Soul Sister. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Which I do think is him. I, I have heard that's him trying to write a song for a black woman, which makes it only worse, which I kind of makes it, it. Yeah. I thought it had already maxed out on badness because the first line of that song is your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brain. 
Um, but then you add in that like soul sister connotation and yeah. it somehow just total nose dives like straight into the seventh level of hell. It's really yeah. upsetting. Also, there's a line in that song that says, I'm so gangster. I'm so thug. Isn't there? Again, isn't there a line yeah. in that song that says that? You are making the case even worse. I, we were in the seventh layer of hell and now we are purely right. in the mantle. It's yeah. not OK. Damn. I didn't know that. Someone needs to come that. for train and they need to come for them yesterday. What's the name of that? What's the name of his? What's the name of it? Uh, of the train guy. Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's probably like Chaz. <laughs> he feels that, like a Chaz. Honestly, that he looks like a Chaz. Uh, he has major Chaz energy. Yes, he has major. <laughs> now I want to know. Is Maybe like name. a Justin. <laughs> Justin also looks like, uh, let's see, uh, Pat? Yeah, I could see that. There's somebody in the band named Matt Musty, and I'm gonna just say right now, that's a great fucking name. Uh, he should be the lead. If we if we let Matt Musty write more of the Train songs, I don't think we would have these problems. No, 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 no. He wouldn't have put "I'm so gangster, I'm so thug" in a song about a black woman. Apparently, also like any white guy who describes himself as gangster and or thug, much less both. Yes. Stay and especially, the fuck away. Especially in that way. Like, this is literally how he's saying, I'm so gangster, I'm so thug, you're the only one I'm dreaming of. Like, that is how he's saying it. Now, and... don't protest a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> no one, I don't think, like, anyone asked also. Like, who is this for? I have so I many questions. Yes. Well, Train, if you want a platform, you're welcome to come on Culture Kings anytime. But- it was really fun having you on Punch of the Jam. I'm glad you it was had fun. fun, too. It was fun. It's still going on, too. Uh, you guys <laughs> took a hiatus. You took Well, it's you solo now. You took a I'm hiatus. Solo. I did. And now I do every other week, which seemed kind of like suicide at first. But, oh, my God, I'm so happy I did it. Mm. I have time to, like, actually have a small life again, which is mm. incredible. After, what, almost three years of kind of just having to be, like, my full-time job, I can, like, take days off. It's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, because you do... Like, let, listen, let it never be mistaken that I don't, me and Edgar don't do shit. We just show up. We just show the fuck up. We have no plan most of the time. I don't know why this show is so popular. Uh, I don't <laughs> because know. you're extremely charming. What are you talking about? That's, that's very nice of you to say. But there are so many charming people who probably work harder than we do. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, work hard. It's work smart. And you I guess do. So. I guess so. Uh, you know, and, and Matt Apodaca, as much as he tries to stifle our black joy, he does do okay. work. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> he does do work. And and I'll never say that he doesn't do work. He does it in spite. He does it and then turns our shit into Earwolf, who's like, this is the day these black men fail. And it never happens. Every time he thinks this is going to be the thing that kills the show. And this it is going to be the thing that kills stronger. the show. And he was like, and I worked as hard as I could on it, and I couldn't save it. I and cut he every realize. single laugh out of the hour track, <laughs> and it still was a success. It still was a success. Uh, but you actually do fucking work for Punch of the Jam, because you actually have to sit down and... Yeah. Make a cover of a song. Or rewrite in it so entirely. Many di- or rewrite it. I'm an That's, idiot. I don't know why you. I did this. <laughs> bless you. So many people are happy you did. I hope so. Uh, but that's a perfect transition because you do this. And the thought of mine was before was, I mean, 
Miel not only has a, such a good voice, but so creative. Like when 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 this album coming out, right? When Miel gonna make an album? <laughs> and you fucking did. You fucking did it. You fucking did it. I think I it's thought, dope. Just really quick, I feel a little betrayed because I thought you were the king of culture, and now here you are, the king of segways. Mm, damn. Don't know how I feel damn. about that. Well, you know when Edgar is in here, the show runs much smoother. Um, <laughs> No, thank Damn. you. That's really sweet. In fact, <laughs> you know, I made it last summer. Um, I had just finished recording it when I saw you last. I had just finished mm. like a week earlier, not even. And so it's been really crazy to continue finishing it long distance for the last like year. Mm. And then we were going to release it. Um, like we finally finished everything in March. <laughs> and we Damn. were like, we're going to release in April. And then... Um, I don't know if you've and, heard this like little virus showed up and then everyone was like, hmm, maybe actually this is like incredibly insensitive to be releasing music right now. Ah, Something really, so superfluous really. to like ah. life and death matters and like this class war of like who's. Yes, so it's just whatever. So the only thing that I know happened in March was the NBA shut down and like <laughs> life has never been the same since. Oh, you, life don't, you is... don't remember the Ides? It was a pretty big deal. St. Patrick's The Ides of March? <laughs> yeah. the, that that Ryan Gosling movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was a good ass movie. I did not see it. I just remembered the title and was like, this will do for right now. <laughs> um, but then but eventually yes, we yes, just yes. got so, I was just like, you know what? Like once this became kind of the way things are and actually great segue to this Edgar tweet I saw yesterday or maybe today where he was like, hey, if things went back to how they were before this shit hit the fan, like, would that feel better? And it's like, no, actually, I think we're kind of just like um, evolving away from how things used to. Like, I don't think at any point it would return to that. So at some point mm -hmm. we were just like, I think this just has to come out now. And I hope that it's not too out of touch to be like promoting an album. I mean, it definitely is, but also like, the timing sucks. I can't really do anything about it. It had to come out. It had to come out. I just hope people like it. Yeah. I mean, all right. So first of all, tour season is the name of the album. Um, I was very excited to listen to it. You dropped your first single, Must Be Fine. Oh, my God. Right? so sweet. Yes. Uh, and, and, and let me tell you something. This is how I know when something hits, right? Because, you know, I, I listened to it. I liked it. People listened to it. They liked it. And then I'm scrolling through the Instagram. I'm looking. And former king, uh, bless you, former culture king, Carl Tart popped up on my IG. And he was like, ooh, Miel, killing it out here. And I was like, yo, when you get Carl to... Did Carl post he about posted it? About I don't it. Even he posted that. about it. And I was like, when you get Carl to actually, like, say something about... Because Carl is a music snob. Uh, he's oh a music God, snob because really? he he grew up playing instruments and went to music school. Okay, when he came on the pod, we did da Gavin DeGraw, <laughs> so I did not know he was a music snob. He could be a little bit of a music snob. He could be a little bit of a music snob. And even Carl Tart was up here like, ooh, this that fire shit. And I was like, yo, Miel has <gasps> arrived. I got the, uh, I got the Carl. You got the homies. Send up. Oh, you got the homies. Yeah. So sweet. Yes. You guys are so fucking nice to me. <laughs> so it is such a good album. It's an EP. Uh, or are you considering it an EP? Or are you considering it? Is We're that I don't it an know. album? It's seven okay. songs, so it's like a bit long for an EP. It's just that the songs are short. 
Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have been kind of contentious about like this is kind of more of an EP, but nah, fuck it. it's an album. I don't. It's care. an album. It's your is whatever the hell you want it to be. To be honest, I think as an expression, it's like an EP to me usually is kind of like a random smattering of tunes, whereas this is like a singular narrative that's kind of told in like a conceptual way. So that has to be an album. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I fuck it. It's such a creative album, and, and there's some things that I love about it too because. Not only is it <laughs> like some people have been, I've been seeing on your Instagram because you repost uh, when people say like there's did some people call it like the uh, an emo album or <laughs> is that does somebody call it that or something in that realm? People right? are very sad girl. Sad girl summer has been the main thing. Okay, yeah, it's like I I'll take it. I mean you're not wrong. I didn't expect it. Yes. but I do like it. See, I don't I don't get sad girl summer from it. I think you know I I get. Like I get, and and listen, I know I already know how you're gonna react to when I say this, and I'm not saying you guys are <laughs> similar artists, but the creativity that I get from it, and, and the risks and the chances are a little childish Gambino ish <laughs> to me. Uh, I already knew that was how you were gonna react. I knew you were gonna react. Uh, but honestly, I, and, and you know, listen, I, and and what I'm saying by that is, you know. It's not just your typical uh, beat starts, fucking uh, chorus hits, or verse starts, chorus, bridge, chorus, and then we get out. It's not that typical type of, and like the tracks feel different. And then you even got a track on there where you don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just an instrumental, what did I right? Say? Shutting the fuck up is sometimes the best thing you can yes. do. And I think, like, how dope is it to put out a, a, an album? And have the confidence to say, and I'm also going to put a song on here that has no vocals in it. <laughs> um, like, I think that's fucking dope. Thank I think you. that's I think that's a confidence in your artistry that is that is that these chances don't ne- nor necessarily get taken quite Thank often. So, so I fucking love much. the album. I, it's really fucking weird you bring up Childish Gambino because, OK, I don't think this is going to come to a surprise to anybody. But for like a good probably two years there around like 2013, I was like. Big time into Childish Gambino. <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, I was, I remember it. Like, I haven't listened to it since that time, and I remember mm-hmm. being like, man, he was so innovative. Like, those beats were so cool. Like, yeah, his lyrics were like pretty, like offensive and really like hacky at times, and like super pun oriented. Mm-hmm. But like, that was pretty cool. And then recently, I decided to revisit one. Oh, it um. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with me in 2013. <laughs> his old shit is wild. His old shit is wild. And I, there's a couple tracks on there I like, but his new shit, like the, like, yeah, feels yeah. like summer and summertime. He's completely changed. Oh, this he's is like America. really evolved like, he's completely as an artist. Evolved. But if you go yeah. back and listen to like, halftime, the key, all she want to do is Bangkok. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Are we okay? Is everything, is everybody doing okay? Yes, yes. Or his one, he's uh, like, <laughs> heartbeats is that the other yeah heartbeats where he's like mm-hmm. slipped off in a threesome no condom new problems and you're just like what's happening i don't, I don't know what's happening. it is it is very much when childish gambino first came out he was very much i'm an actor who has lyrics in my soul and i'm only gonna sing about like asian women Sex. and like aggressively and, yes. objectifying them yeah, yeah, it was pretty wild, and then, <laughs> and then Get Out came out. <laughs> no, Atlanta started, 
And then Get Out came out and his music was featured pretty heavily in Get Out. And it was just like, oh, shit. Childish Gambino stopped rapping as much and just like let the music take over the song. Well, and he started and... collaborating with Hero, who I feel like really added a certain like je ne sais quoi to the creativity pool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I ended up talking about this. I'm not equipped. To I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we brought you on to talk about Childish Gambino. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. Peace out, niggas. <laughs> thank you guys so much uh, no, for let's having talk about... me. You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Come back on. Next time we'll talk about uh, Suge Knight. Nope. <laughs> Talk about Suge Knight and Snoop Dogg. Um, talk to us about the album, you know? Like, was was if somebody says, "All right," because everybody has their own feelings. Yeah. Sad Girl Summer, uh, Childish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> um, you brought it up. I did. I did. What is Miel's take on her own album? Oh wow, that's a fucked up question. Um, Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Also, I don't know if you can hear, hopefully, I should just say in case you can, crazy thunderstorm happening outside right now. I'm so jealous. Um, I would love rain oh, right now. Oh, it's pounding. You can hear it hitting on my window. We'll see how- I hear it. Sorry, Matt, in advance for having to edit this. Um, I would say- No, put your microphone up to the window and talk <laughs> right into it. Let's make it a radio hour. Get some Foley yes. work in here. For me, it the I had no idea what- to expect um releasing this like at at one point i wasn't even sure we were going to because it really was one of those things where i just kind of had to fucking make it you know like do you ever have that feeling where it's like i don't have time to think about if this is a good idea or not it's just so urgently needing to come out of my body Mm -hmm. and so we made the whole thing in like a month or less wrote all of the songs recorded it like fully signed sealed delivered and then over the next couple months as we were like finishing all the crazy post-production on it and a couple like lingering creative choices, it kind of started to hit me like I I moved to L.A. to do music uh, when I was 19 and I did pursue music full time for like two or three years before kind of abandoning it because it was <laughs> 2008. Um mm. And so it's been like a part of my identity. Like I studied music. I went to school for music like I grew up writing songs and performing shows but i really had hung up my hat um in every way other than like punch up the jam which isn't really music in that way and so i since kind of became known as like a a comedy type person and an internet person and so suddenly to be like releasing super fucking sincere like breakup songs it kind of started occurring to me like i don't know if this is a good idea, like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. should I be like putting this under a different name and like hiding that it's me is, Oh my God, the thunder's so loud. This is the perfect. Uh, Honestly, this is, (laughs) is making me so happy right now to hear you talk. (laughs) This is like, this is like, um, like only my Chicago people would know this, but, um, V one Oh three, like the, at the end of the night when it was the, like the, the smooth night with the jazz and j- basically it was like sex music. <laughs> um, it was just like, yo, listen to the thunderstorms and let Sade sing to you for like an hour. <laughs> we got to finish podcasting so I could get some Sade on before this storm okay. ends now. Okay. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It just was a real expression of like. Uh, what happens when you just don't think at all and you just yeah. operate straight from the gut and just let it fly and let all pretense go? And I don't know. I might end up regretting it eventually, but like 
right now, here's the crazy part. Maybe you can relate to this. As a comedy person, when you have an experience, I'm guessing your instinct, like why you gravitated towards comedy was because when you have something happen to you, your instinct is to find a way to like make it funny, right? Mm -hmm. Since making this album and since like revisiting music as a career path, my instincts now are kind of more like, I'm going to write a song about this. So it's mm. really got me a little bit fucked in terms of like, wait, who's my loyalty to here? Is it comedy or is it music? Or am I allowed to do both? But I think that's probably why you're thinking about Childish Gambinos because like, who the fuck else does that? Other than yeah. like John Mayer trying to do stand up, which it's like, <laughs> you can't go that way. Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah, go yeah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a squid jigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting. You know, I almost like the identity of who. So here's something that I haven't announced yet on this pod, on a pod, but people close to me know because I, I, I don't know if I've told you. I used to make music, too. Really? Um, I started making music and very quickly with within a year jumped out of the game because uh, the hip hop game on the south side of Chicago is a little rough for a 16, 17 year old. Okay. <laughs> Um, and that's how I got into acting. Was it the same girl? Was it the same girl? From kindergarten was making it rough? Yeah, she was bullying (laughs) me still. She was like, yo, you suck. You suck, motherfucker. These bars are bad. These bars are bad. And I was like, grandma. (laughs) And she was. (laughs) I'm busy with the clock. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's exactly what she said. Uh, and, and so during the quarantine, you put out an album. Uh, a homie of mine, maybe you know him, Phil Augusta Jackson, uh, who puts out music on a consistent basis, uh, is also putting out an album. That's awesome. And uh, Echo Kellum, another homie of mine, put it. Oh, I love the thunderstorm. Let me put my deep voice on. Echo Kellum also put out an album. Uh, and and it kind of, and like everybody in this wave of creativity and me not neat focusing on... <laughs> improv comedy yeah <laughs> um, oh wait are you telling me that you can't do that anymore you're not still doing mean, ucb right now or oh no 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 i can't i mean something about ucb is gone i don't know <laughs> and it's i've never felt better to be completely honest i've honestly had more success during quarantine than i did in the oh, two years i was on yes. house teams at fuck ucb yes. but i but then i was like i want to i want to make music again and I am in the process of making you should. uh making some songs and putting them together and blah 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 blah. Um, How are you gonna do it? Are you I'm gonna, gonna release, release it. I'm gonna release an album. Uh I'm gonna release an album, but <gasps> I say all that to say this. My my rap name, I even have it tattooed on my arm when I was making music was J Dragon. Ah! And when I was J-Dragon. hitting up producers, uh as I'm getting beats and tracks and stuff like that. They was like, all right, so what you releasing? Are you releasing this under J Dragon? And I was like, I don't think so. Because when I did that, I was it was very much a fabricated An version image. of myself. Yeah. And that's not me anymore. And I'm just me. So I think I'm probably going to release it under just Jackie's Neil <laughs> or whatever. Right. Or just Jackie's. Like, I mean, do you need the Or Neil? just Jackie's. I don't even need Neil. Just Jackie's. And, and, and like that identity crisis does feel weird because it's just like, Am I like? D- is this inauthentic? And and your Fuck way is, m- I'm feels... more inauthentic than. 
I mean, I just you think are. that if, if it feels real, like when you're writing stuff, is it like because you think it sounds cool or is it because yeah. it's like this is how I actually feel or this is what I actually think? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. I haven't read what you've written, obviously. I didn't even know you made music until right now, you absolute <laughs> coward. But I know. I'm sorry. I'm just guessing if you're feeling inclined to like do it again, there must be some party that's coming from like a real place, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think it's cool to say, you know, it's cool to say I want to say something, but it's also cool to just say I want to make some cool shit too, you know? Like I think both are, I think both are, are valid reasons to create. uh, Oh, totally. All I mean to say is like, it has to, the realness isn't necessarily like the specificity of the content, True. but more just like the motive is like, I want to make something and not like, yes. I want to be famous or like, I want to be rich or whatever. Like, yes. I mean, you can get away with it, but personally, the art that resonates with me usually comes from a place of just like, I just had to make something. I just had to make something. Yes. And it's such a fun. I have a it's- disease. <laughs> I have a disease and I want to make something. <laughs> Uh, it's such a fun way to create and it's, it's, it's exciting and it's scary and, and, and it's a very cool thing to, you know, to step to and take, take advantage of that feeling that you have right now. So I think it's dope. I think if it's, if it isn't scary, it's probably not worth doing. Mm. You know what I mean? And also like, if this fucking like (laughs) year (laughs) has made me realize anything, it's just that like, fuck trying to make yourself more palatable yeah for who like you're gonna everyone's gonna be dead sometime so like if you're dicking around because you think there's some like scorecard being kept about like oh i wasn't committed enough to comedy because i made that album and people were confused like who gives a shit just like do what feels right for you i'm so tired of pretending to care yeah yeah and especially because one my big thing is you can say or do something and a hundred thousand people will love it. And then you'll go to the opposite side of the spectrum and a hundred thousand people will hate it. And it just means that it's all fucking pointless yeah. <laughs> and, and, and in a way, like not everything, but like, you know, there are some, so just be you and just try to be the best version of you that you can fucking be. Yeah. Cause like if you're going to fail, how much more embarrassing is it to fail because you were trying to do something that wasn't authentic to you? Yes. Like well, fail as yourself, man. <sighs> well, I guess I won't be making this country album then. Come <laughs> on, it worked out so well for um, Nelly and Tim McGraw. <laughs> who, who was he with? Remember that collab? Get, they no, did? was it was it Nelly and Garth Brooks? It was some white. It was some white guy. country guy. Let's Google it, Nelly, or was it even Nelly country? It was Nelly. It was for sure Nelly. And I'm almost sure that Tim McGraw, Nelly and Tim McGraw had over and over. And then also LL Cool J. (laughs) What? No, remember there was that racism song. No, I do not remember this. (laughs) Hear me furiously typing. Yes, LL Cool J did Accidental Racist with, you guessed it, Brad Paisley, whoever the (laughs) fuck that is. (laughs) Isn't that like Christina Aguilera's husband or something? Oh, God, I don't. No, I don't want to know. He's on The Voice, right? Brad Paisley seems like he's on The Voice. No, isn't it? Isn't it Nicole Kidman's husband who's on The Voice? That's not Brad Paisley too. Yeah. <laughs> they Aaron. they've married multiple people. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. Hey, that sounds right. That sounds like the the, the catch-all white the country man. The Australian one. <laughs> Gavin DeGraw is that is that? No, him? Aaron, come on, Gavin DeGraw. 
DeGraw, he doesn't even do country, Nicole. That's right. He does One Tree Hill. That's what Gavin DeGraw does. I'm furiously Googling Nicole Kidman, husband. Was, oh, Blake Shelton. Keith, Keith Urban. No, Blake oh. Shelton is Blake <laughs> Shelton is Gwen Stefani's boyfriend. Okay. Or, I okay. don't know. I don't know. There's too many of them. There's too many They're of them. All they the all same. the same. <laughs> They're all the fucking same. <laughs> and I know we shouldn't say that, but they are. They're all the same, okay? They're all the fucking same. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're like a white man singing country, okay. Oh, <laughs> I think that thunder was a sign from God. That was a sign from God. That was a sign from God to say, how about we play Must Be Fine, if that's okay with you? Oh, hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. For everybody, if you haven't heard it, trust me, it's a dope-ass track. By the time we get back, you are going to be like, yo, let me go listen to the full goddamn album. So here it is. Must Be Fine. Are you just under Mio Bredeau? Break, I, 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 dropped, I dropped the last name. So it's just Miel. Too hard to say and spell. Okay. All right. Bye, Miel. Here it is. Got food in the fridge, but you only That is the debut single off the album, Tourist Season. Uh, honestly, like I said, such a fucking strong-ass opening. Such a such a exciting song to be like, I want to listen to this fucking album. Honestly, it's in my rotation. It's on It's on my... I got a playlist on Spotify that's called Jaquise's Good Music. And it made it to that 
It made it to that. It made it to the good music playlist? It made it to the good music playlist. It made it to the good music playlist, which right now, uh, I'm playing that playlist right now. It was the last playlist I was playing. And the song on that, uh, that's currently up, is uh, Human Nature by Michael Jackson. So that's, you know. It's, a, it's on a playlist with like songs like Human Nature and Knocks Me Off My Feet. and That's high praise. So good. What is, why, why that as your first single? Why did you pick Must Be Fine? Um, that's actually a crazy question. Oh my God. <laughs> you know the funny part? The last time we had somebody on the pod who was recording in New York was when there was fireworks going off every 20 minutes. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure the cops were setting those off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. My oh, dog. is that Rue? She, yeah, she's not scared of thunder. She just wants to bark at it, like as if she could, t- I don't know, like as if she's like standing up for herself against it. <laughs> be like, you ain't going to be the loudest person in this room, thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met a chihuahua? You're exactly oh, yes. correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that song, I, that song we wrote and very much were like, all right, well, we don't really know what this one is, but like, it's a nice one. Just to kind of like have background music and like kind of chill because you don't want every song on the album to be like huge. And then as we continued the post-production, it kept warming up on us more and more. Us being me and my brother. I made it with him, Henry Bardot. And then right towards the end of the whole process, he was like, hey, everybody I've played this for um, must be fine is the one they start bopping their head to. And I think that's the only metric we should be listening to in terms of single release. If they're bopping that's their dope. heads, it probably should be a single. And he was totally fucking right. I can't believe how right he was. Yeah, that's dope. What a what an interesting way to pick a single is be like, yo, people are jamming to this. Let's release it. <laughs> I mean, you can like conceptually like a song or, you know, think that it like the textures sound cool. But the real testament is it's like, does it make you kind of involuntarily move or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite thing about albums just in general, and me and Edgar have this conversation quite often, well, not quite often, but enough, where I feel like we don't live with albums much anymore. Um, mm. You know, it's all about the single. Singles, yeah. And, and, and it's all about, you know, you know, like uh, WAP, for instance. Yeah. Uh, fun track, great track, yeah. love it. Love it even more that it's making conservatives mad. Love it. That's so fucking funny, by <laughs> so the way. Weird. Imagine being mad about wet pussy. It's like, no, I, just, I don't think so. I don't get Keep, it. I, if it's not dry as a bone, bitch, I'm walking away. <laughs> I can't get my DAP with any WAP. Uh, what? And DAP, of course, stands for... I don't know. Uh, Dick... Dick. As, As penis. penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dick ass penis. No, you had that right. This is my dick ass penis. Is this that is... like the male equivalent of Badussi? Like, what are yes. you saying? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And they can't have that if the if the if the P is is W A. <laughs> no, no, it's true. You make a really good point. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't add that. Um, I lost my train of thought of what we were talking about, but I'm sure it was a great singles market. It is a singles oh, yeah, market. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Though. It is a singles market. And, and even, you know, when a new album comes out, it's all about, yes, this album is dope. I heard it a couple times and then boom, we are on to the next one so often, right? I, I'm kind of over that. I really like yeah. 
being able to just listen to a singular album like 15 times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just be like, this is what's on rotation for me. One artist, not on shuffle, every track in order. Eventually, after like the third or fourth listen, you know which ones to skip if there are ones to skip. But mm-hmm. like, I've been going through every Fleetwood Mac record. I don't know that well. And it's been like, I don't know, because then also, you know, you have like experiences that then that album will forever remind you of. It's a really fun way to listen to music. I don't think you get that same effect when you're just listening to singles. That's true. And 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 when you get a single and then you listen to an album, like, for instance, you released two off this, you released uh, Must Be Fine and I'll Be Holding, which, you know, I heard before I heard the full album. And so you hear those and you get excited to get to those because you're like, oh, I know these. I can bob my head to it. It's familiar, right? I'm listening to other unfamiliar songs as I'm getting to these tracks. But the thing about albums that I love is, for me personally, I have so many albums where there are tracks on an album that when I first listen to it, I'm just like, that's okay. Yeah. And then then as I like live with it a little bit longer, I'm Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute. Let oh, that just that just hit a part of my soul that I didn't know it hit the first time, you yeah. know, or the second or the fifth or the twentieth time. Yeah. Uh, and then you end up loving songs that you did love the first twenty times you listened to an album, which I think is such a fun thing about living with an album. Columbus you Day got... was like that for me. Oh, uh, really? On this track, and not saying I didn't like it, I liked it, but when I heard it like, a few huh, more okay. times, no, when I heard because it was the opening track is always the most interesting track of and if i'm not mistaken is that the opening track it is and which is a crazy choice because it's kind of more of like an interlude than a song so to start with just like a really like breathy ethereal space (laughs) yeah i'm glad you like it though oh i loved it i loved it i love it now because i don't know it just puts me in such like a good weird like calm mood (laughs) That's kind of what I was hoping for. I also, I have to say, you're really getting my gears a-going right now thinking about this, like, mm, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, this sense of songs really only being able to have a great impact on you once they've become familiar and Mm. how often we don't even arrive at that place with songs anymore because we are so... Uh, it's not like instant gratification, but there is some kind of impatience now to like how we absorb media. Like we're like, if it doesn't immediately grab me, then I'm moving on. And I think that also applies to dating Mm, in a lot of ways. Like if we don't hit it off instantly, I'm out. But from what I've read, like sustainable relationships often, you don't know the potential for that until you've like maybe had three or four dates with somebody and you really get a better sense of them. So it is like really crazy to think how maybe millennials and I don't know, maybe Gen Z even as well. Like we're really preventing a lot of amazing growth for ourselves by having like such little patience for new things. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense Yeah, because yeah, you know, like, you got to get comfortable in it, like a worn-in pair of Doc Martens. You do. You got to get comfortable in it. I There's this new show called Love Life. Uh, it was on HBO Max, Anna Kendrick. Uh, Jack Moore was a writer or producer on it. And I watched it when HBO Max came out. And toward the end of the season, uh, there's a narrator. And throughout the whole season, it's just basically about her dating, like her love life, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then an episode, I think there's let's just say 10 episodes in episode nine the person who she is supposed to end up with mm-hmm. uh like her lifelong partner they say something in there and it's like the second or third time they've met and they says she doesn't know it yet she doesn't even feel it yet but this is the one for her and and she's eventually gonna realize that she 
never could have lived her life without this person. And now that's obviously, you know, romanticized for TV because uh, I'm fairly positive we can live our lives without anybody. But like, mm, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, it's nice to live. Dependency is good. It's nice to live with someone, but we can also not. Uh, but it's such an interesting thing because, like you said, we always look for this instant gratification and like the instant spark and like, and a lot of times it, that doesn't mean that when it gets there and when it hits you, it won't fucking hit you like a goddamn brick wall, you know? Right. Like you ever look at a painting and like at first you're like, I don't really get it. And then you stare at it for, I don't know, a minute and suddenly mm-hmm. it hits you like I'm it should sti- take some time. It can take some time. I'm still waiting for the Mona Lisa to hit me. And like, I'm no, giving that painting it sucks. OK. All right. That painting I- fucking sucks. OK. All right. I was wondering. I was wondering if I just needed to look at it just like two minutes more for it to hit. No, me. I'm sorry to break it to you guys, but the Mona Lisa blows. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get the Mona Lisa. It's ugly. <laughs> you strike me as kind of more of like a Matisse guy. I don't even know who that is, but thank you. I'll send you some links. I think you're really going to hit it off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> me, me, Jackie's and Matisse sitting in the tree. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, that might be why that came to mind. <laughs> Didn't pick up the rhyme, but yeah, that might be it. Okay. But listen, I'm still going to take a look. When you send those links, I'm there. I'm fucking there. <laughs> um, can we preview one more song off the album? Can we do yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Whatever you want to do. It's your show. You're the king. Well, sh- oh, thank you, queen. <laughs> um, well, can uh, well, what's, what song do you want to preview, Mio? I want. I will give it to you. Ooh. I mean, it so depends. What do you think, like, your, I, I don't totally know, like, your listeners, like, what they would like to hear. Do you think they want something oh. upbeat, something more calm? Do they want something, like, a little fun? I say let's give them some, you know, first of all, our listeners are going to hear whatever the hell I tell them to listen to. You're in to charge, because, right? I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> take that, listeners. <laughs> Fuck <Right>. your feelings. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I feel like I feel like must be fine is a little bit more upbeat and mm-hmm. and a little more fun. So I say let's hit them with that calm shit. Let's hit them with uh Okay, I would say play mean something then. That one has a pretty wild drop in it that um you think you're getting one thing and then psych it's a different one. Oh, let's listen to a little preview of mean something right here on Whispers in the Dark on V103. <laughs> Now I just wanna 
<laughs> um yes, mean something is uh, mean something is actually really dope too. Uh all right, so mean something. Tell us about <laughs> it. Tell us about it, Miel. This one fucked me up to write. I don't I, really? this one yeah, honestly, like this one, I cried real hard making it, and I cried real hard singing it, and you can definitely hear that. I'm wow. crying on this track. Oh, see, I didn't, I couldn't hear that. Uh, okay, but now, cool. now that tell you it say on that, myself. yeah, tell on yourself, tell on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're crying it's, right now. I mean, <laughs> that's just rain. There's rain inside. That's, that's not true. me. That's true. You did tell me before you started. You had a, a leaky roof. Right, and I'm sitting right under it. Yes. All. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, maybe this is fucked up, but some part of me was so interested in like, hey, so what if you just exposed yourself like as egregiously as you possibly can? Like, what if you really just took the raw, most vulnerable part of yourself and just exactly that on display? And so that's kind of means something in a nutshell. It's yeah. also fun because... We made this, I don't know even how to describe it. We made this like really wild texture that comes in in the chorus that I think probably you just heard. And um, I don't know how we did that. Like at one point that beat isolated sounded a little Eminem adjacent. Um, So I am really (laughs) surprised it works as well as it does, considering this is largely like an indie pop record. Yeah. But I'm really excited about it. I really excited and I'm really proud of my brother for all the incredible production he did on this song. Yeah, shout out. What's his name again? Shout him out. Henry. Henry Brado. I I I'm mispronounce your last name often. Uh You should. You should. It was Brado. designed that way. <laughs> Brado. Is it Brado? Brado? You're getting really close. Brado. Yeah. Brado. All right. Yeah! There we go. No one ever gets it. That's incredible. Yes, and it only took me five times, y'all. <laughs> um, yo, well, listen, I am very, very happy that you were second appearance. The first time you came on, we did some weird shit. We were Culture Kings was in a weird place where we were just trying like weird concept shit every episode because we were bored as fuck. Uh, we were putting out three episodes a week, and uh, oh my god, we were bored as fuck, and we just needed something else to do. So I am very happy to have you back. Thank very, you for having me back. This was course, so fun. Of course, happy to to talk about tour season. It's so nice of you to just like dedicate a whole episode of your podcast to talking about my album. Thank yeah, you so shit. much. Listen, one thing that Culture Kings has always done, one thing that me and Edgar both love is one, given when homies do something dope, making sure people know that they do something dope. Um, and also introducing our fans to artists that they don't know because shit. There, all the people you do know sometimes are boring, and you we need to know we need to know new people. We need to, there are people out here making dope shit, and and you should know it. So I'm I'm very excited to to have you on to talk about the album. It's uh, well, hey, can you please Jay Dragon release your shit and then come on Punch Up the Jam to talk about it? I will. Also, <laughs> Miel, listen, who knows? I might hit you up and be like, Miel, you want to collab on the on the song on the track? So, oh, you, you know, need some harmonies? I got you. I may hit you up for some harmonies. You know what I'm saying? Some ooh, <laughs> you know, uh, what song is that? I just need everyone to know at home that wasn't me. It <laughs> <laughs> sounded exactly like me, but it wasn't me. You know, shit. Nobody can never say that I can't mimic people. Um, 
I want to give you the space, Mio, to talk about anything you want to talk about, promote anything. Obviously, you promote the album, you but kidding? anything you, you want, it. anything you want to tell people, even if it's like something to watch, I don't care. The space is yours. The floor is yours. Hmm, tell the people okay. what they want to know. Okay. I would say to everybody out there, if you have not watched I May Destroy You yet on HBO, it is so fucking good. It mm-hmm. is, if you have had any sexual assault, it may be very triggering for you. I will say that. However... It is brilliant. It is a tour de force. It is so fun to listen to because they're all from London and they have the most delicious accents. I have yeah. to definitely have captions on because I can't understand literally anything someone <laughs> says from London. <laughs> but it's oh, really fucking yes. incredible. And the whole season just aired in America. I just finished last week. So I highly suggest if no one's seen it. I have nothing to do with it. I just like it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And 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 question for you. Mm-hmm. Because I... because. Tourist season is on Spotify, but yeah. I got it and paid for it on Band Camp. Is that yeah. something? Oh, is yeah, that something so that people still could do if they, you know, oh, yeah. want to support in that way? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to have like a solid copy, you can buy it on Bandcamp. Um, you can stream it anywhere. And I guess you know what I could say, even um next month we're gonna release on Bandcamp only. A B-side, one of the songs that didn't make Ooh, the album. Oh, shit. All right. B-side. Mm-hmm. Damn. Is it going to be on cassette, too? Oh, I wish. Wouldn't that that be would so be dope. Cool? That would be Maybe, dope. But that'd also just be like such like hipster trash move for me. I don't know. With this haircut, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> it might be too close. It might be too close. <laughs> a little bit. I've already exposed myself so much. I don't know how much more I can That's take. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yo, well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you. Miel, everybody. Young Prince Apodaca, if I was to ask you mm-hmm. after that wonderful episode with Miel, you know, we talked about a lot. We talked about Whispers in the Dark. We talked about her album Tour Season. And, 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 you know, as the producer of this show, you're always prepared. If I was to ask you what was your favorite line from her song, Must Be Fine, what would you say? So this is a trap, and I know it because of the, what? your little smile right now, your cheeky no. little smile. No, I don't smile. Um, So when we recorded the episode... Uh-huh. Just a little peek behind the curtain for the listeners. We, we, you know, throw the song, but we didn't listen to it <laughs> during the recording. That's not true. That is true, Jaquise. Me and, and Miel listened to it. We listened to it. So we leave a space for where the song will go, and we're going to mm. add the song in post. I personally have not heard the song yet, though I know that uh, I've been aware of it, and I've, mm. I've been aware that it's been out. I just haven't listened to it. Um, but I'm excited to dig in um, because of all mm. the information I heard about the album Tourist Season. And I can't wait to purchase it on Bandcap.com mm. and listen to all of it and enjoy myself. I'm sure I'll have plenty of favorite lines. If Weezer put out a song, how long would it take you to listen to it, Matt? I would have ended the Zoom. Wow. Okay. Mid-recording. I would have. <laughs> oh, okay. So what I'm hearing is, and Miel, when you listen back to this, young Prince Hepadaka just said that you are not as leave the Zoom worthy as Weezer 
Um, That's not true. I wouldn't be <laughs> the Zoom. I listen to it after the Zoom. All right, all right, all right. Yo, Miel is dope. I love Miel. She uh, that was so fun. Yeah, she's dope. Uh, definitely the homie. So fucking talented. Listen to Tourist Season. It is a good album. I bought it, but you can also, you know, listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music, I'm sure. Fuck Apple. Uh, but you can also listen to it on that as well. Get it wherever you can get music and listen to it. I'm going to start this campaign right now. You've been making Instagram posts, young Prince Apodaca. Me. Yes, you've been making some Instagram posts. Oh, God. I know what this is. And, and you know, listen. Normally, as a black man, I know my place when it comes to you, and I don't buck. Oh, my God. Position, you know. But if you would allow me just one, just one, because uh, I know you hate this, but if you would allow me as a black man to, to buck the position just a little bit, You've been, All right, making Instagram, off, you've been making you've been making Instagram posts. You got a new place, you know what I'm saying? Got a new yeah. place. It looks nice. I'm even seeing it back here. You got the beautiful white vaulted ceilings, big ass window that's letting in beautiful sunlight, nice white couch or gray couch with the white uh little throw rug over it. I mean, it's just looking good. You even got some pictures on the wall, like a big picture with two on the side, just nice symmetry. You know what I'm saying? Like this is your place mm-hmm. is set up beautifully. The bookshelf looking nice, looking good. And in the midst of all this, you got a plant on a TV table. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful plant. It's a beautiful plant. And it is sitting above the puniest fucking television that I've ever it's seen. Not this is what's puny. that? A twenty this is a twenty seven inch TV you got no, right there? A, it's forty two, I believe. I, I believe don't believe it's a forty two inch TV. That's not a forty two inch TV. That's at least that's about a thirty seven. That's I a thirty seven. That's a thirty seven RCA. Do I, it's not an RCA, it's a JVC. So uh, that's worse. That's worse. They stopped selling. They used to sell those when Woolworth was fucking a, a department store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they stopped selling JVCs. It, it is. Where like you get that? Where TV. you get that from? Where you get that from? Ralph's. No, I bet you we got it like at like Sam's, like back in um, Sam's Club, the grocery yeah, Sam's store. Club. The, okay. Yeah, the big box store. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's probably ten years old at this point. Because I had go measure, go measure that, go measure that puny okay. ass TV. While Matt is measuring his puny ass TV, I am starting a campaign, and it, it is it, it's a toxic campaign, and I don't give a fuck. All right, it is to get Matt a bigger TV, get Matt a bigger television, <laughs> Matt. Matt got a beautiful new apartment. He's starting a family life and he comes home and sits down in front of this TV. That's a 22 inch TV and just watches 480p television. It's probably not even a full 1080p TV. Uh, it was he measuring it. All right. He's measuring it. He's doing it the right way diagonally. Because, you, you know, when you measure TV, you go from one corner to the next. You don't go side to side. That's not how you measure TVs, all right? Best Buy knowledge. Stand up. All right, where we at? Where we at? What'd that say? I can't see that shit, Matt. All right, he's showing me. All right, it's a 41-inch TV. 42. So. 
Nah, it's 41. I, don't, I didn't see the number 42. I saw 41. So not 42. only is it a JVC, they didn't even give this nigga his extra inch. They cut it off at 41 inches. Would 41 inches. All right. Man, if you don't get you at least a 50 inch or a 55 inch, you took a picture of your flowers wilted. And those flowers were alive. They were alive. They were looking good. And you put them in front of your TV and they drooped all the way down to the goddamn coffee table. I they think are, it's just because they're, they're ashamed. old flowers. <laughs> they're ashamed. They're ashamed. They're ashamed, um, man. I do want to get a flatter TV. I want a thinner TV. Because um, even this this was like, at the time, this was like a thin, a thin TV. Mm-hmm. But it's heavy as shit. It's so heavy. Mm-hmm. How much would you spend on the TV? Um, I feel like TVs are not that expensive now. No. Um, would you like spend five hundred on a TV? I mean, maybe, but I feel like even like a five hundred dollar TV, like I'm not trying to get like a gigantic TV. But you like, don't have to. I spent uh, I spent four figures on my TV, and it's beautiful. Wow! What? Uh, right. What? What's your it's setup? A, it's a it's a I got a full surround sound setup. I got a home theater setup. Oh, that's nice right. fifty-five inch, three D plasma TV. I'm not doing the four K shit. I used to sell home theater, and let me tell you, I still got the truest blacks in the game, baby. The truest blacks with that beautiful, that beautiful Hertz rate. <laughs> so you got three D? Are you watching a lot of three D? No, I've never turned it on. Um, I've never used it ever, but <laughs> I got it. I got that shit. I yeah. got that shit. All right. I know we got a rich fan out there, an Earwolf fan, somebody who listens to Matt across all podcasts. Matt, what's your Venmo? Uh, my Oh, my God. My Venmo is just my name, actually, with no okay. dash. Matt Apodaca. M-A-T-T-A-P-O-D-A-C-A. If there is a rich fan out there right now who wants to jump on my crusade, $500 is all Matt's need, all Matt needs to get himself a new TV. Go ahead and Venmo Matt and in the memo put get yourself a new TV with your whack ass. Put that in there. Put that in there. With your whack ass TV. And then like and, and and by the end of this year, Matt should have a new TV. Actually by the end of this month, whenever this episode comes out, 30 days. Matt oh should have God. a new TV. And if it don't happen, we're going to tell all Matt's secrets. All of them. Actually, that's probably going to make people, that's probably going to make people incentivize not to give it to you. If it yeah, doesn't right. happen, if it doesn't happen, we're going to stop telling Matt's secrets. We're going to stop. We're going to stop telling his secrets. We ain't going to say nothing else. We're going to actually fire him from the show. I all think. Right? I, I'm not sure how much bigger I want to go from 42. Uh, Jesus. But I could probably get up to maybe 55. I, I, I would say I don't want to go 55. I probably 50. 50 is the biggest. 48, I'd be pretty comfy. No, don't don't st- get out of the 40s. Go to the 50s. Go to the 50s. 40s is a bedroom TV. You think so? I don't even yes. have a TV in my bedroom. Put that whack TV in your bedroom because it don't matter what TV you got in your bedroom. You know, four. I got a forty. I got a forty inch in my bedroom, and it's perfect. And then get you at least a fifty inch for the living room. God damn it! That's my crusade. I'm sticking to it. Let's do Queen of the Week. 
Now, what was you going to say, Matt? What was you going to say? I was going to say, in the midst of all the things that are happening right now, it's good that you've, you've taken up a worthy cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only cause I care about right now is <laughs> get mad at new TV. Hit them up on Venmo fans, rich fans. I know y'all out there. Here's my queen of the week. Let's do it. Queen of the week. My queen of the week. It's on a television show that I love. Just dropped his second season on the Netflix streaming service. That show is called The Umbrella Academy. And the show is a good one. And the actress on the show, I love her. She's so fun. She's great. Her name is Emmy Raver Lampman, y'all. Emmy Raver Lampman. Uh... This girl is so talented, triple threat. She has been on Broadway, Wicked, and Hamilton, all right? Which, Wicked is still, to this day, my favorite show I've ever seen. On the Umbrella Academy, she plays Allison. Umbrella Academy is such a good show. I love it. We're going to have Zig on to talk about the second season really soon. Uh, So it's such a fun show. And... You know, when when all the white people were figuring out that I shouldn't voice black characters on TV, she took over the character, which was played by Kristen Bell, the Molly character on Central Park. So the girl is blowing up. Um, She's so talented. Triple threat. She's starting to hit the TV waves in a very big way. So I think it's somebody who you're going to see a lot of over the next few years. Uh, I enjoy her work. She is the queen of the week. <sighs> All right. I've hit a wall. It's time to get out of here. At Culture Kings Pod on everything. At Jackie's Neal on everything. At Edgar Montplazier on Twitter. Awful Graham on the Graham. Use the promo code KINGS to get that bonus content. The Kingdom on Stitcher Premium. Get a free month. The more of y'all that use that code, me and Edgar get paid. So, you know, you want to support the show and really not have to do anything to support it? Use that damn code and get your niggas paid, guys. Uh, Save that money that you would have paid for, you know, supporting the show. And Venmo Matt to get him a bigger TV and put his (laughs) whack TV in the bedroom. That's what you can do. Uh, what else I got to say? Oh, yeah. Tell a friend, tell a fan, like and subscribe to the show. Subscribe to it if you haven't. If you have, tell somebody. Get this word of mouth popping and percolating for Culture Kings again so we can make this show as big as it's ever been. Edgar will be back, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know when we're releasing these episodes, but he'll be here again. And maybe I won't be. Who knows? It's just the nature of the business. It's still COVID-19. We don't know what the fuck is going on, everybody. But we know we like you. We know we love you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.